Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Beef Up Front Podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle. Join alongside Kevin Cannon for our weekly show, NFL Big Five Games of the Week, along with Herb's Locks. Tanner goes one and two again last week, so he's at two and seven now on the year. Um, I had a four and one week last week. Uh, that moves me up in the first place, nine and six. Kevin went two and three last week, so he's at seven and eight. But uh, another good week of football ahead. Welcome back to the show, Kevin. And how are you, how are you doing? I'm hoping to do better this week. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that Monday night Eagles game, we both got it right, but it was a painful watch. Uh, the other games, I think, were, that we flipped were I had Vikings, you had Seahawks, and I had Packers, you had the uh, 49ers. They were all good games, though. So these are there have been a lot of toss-ups so far this year, and I think this week we got a, a few more in store. Uh, we'll start it off, though, with a, one of the surprise teams in the league so far, and that's the 3-0 Panthers traveling to the 2-1 and Cowboys. Uh, this is a 1 o'clock kickoff on Fox, and Dallas is a five-point favorite. I got the uh, Cowboys winning here, 31 Panthers 24. No Christian McCaffrey for the Panthers, and obviously that's a huge loss for them. Sam Darnold has been playing really well to start the season, and so has the entire Carolina team, but they haven't um, played anyone great. They did play the Saints um, and beat them pretty easily, so that was an impressive win. Um, the Cowboys offense has looked dominant, though, and the defense has been improving a lot with Trayvon Diggs and uh, Micah Parsons. And the Cowboys just have the ability to beat you with the running game with Zeke and Pollard or with Dak throwing it to his great receiver. So I just see the Cowboys winning this one. Yep. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, I got the Cowboys uh, 27-20 over the Panthers. Same margin of victory as you, but I think the Panthers' uh, up-and-coming defense is a, is a good unit, and that's going to be uh, – pose, pose some problems for the Cowboys, but still enough to get it done. Um, I've been impressed by them so far this year. Uh, the Cowboys in their last second field goal away from being 3-0. And they also, in that game, missed a field goal and an extra point uh, and that lost to the Bucks. So this could be a team that's easily 3-0 right now. Uh, they just dismantled the Eagles on Monday Night Football, despite being without Demarcus Lawrence, too, on the defensive line. Um, Trayvon Diggs looking like a budding star at cornerback. I have a lot of confidence he can shut down uh, DJ Moore in this one and potentially cause another turnover. Uh, Darnold, I feel like he's bound for a down game. He's If you look at his track record throughout his career, He's a very turnover-prone quarterback. He's been playing uh, a lot better with the Panthers so far this year. But even going back to college, this was a guy who threw a lot of interceptions. I feel like he's he's due for one of those games, uh, and I think that might come in this one. And it's a Cowboys defense that's been pretty uh, turnover-heavy uh, so far. So um, I'm intrigued to see how Dak fares against this young, talented Panthers defense, but I think he'll be able to make a few plays late. Uh, give me a late Panthers turnover to give Dallas a W. Uh, second game of the week, we had Cardinals 3-0 at the 3-0 Rams. Uh, two NFC West teams, uh, a big game. First place on the line here. Uh, 4-0-5 kickoff on Fox. Uh, Rams are a six-point favorite after beating up the Buccaneers pretty bad last week. 
I'm taking the Rams 31, Cardinals 24. The Cardinals are 3-0, and but they haven't really impressed me since their uh, week one uh, big victory, while the Rams have impressed every week, especially at home. This game's in L.A. Arizona has question marks in the secondary, and I think Matt Stafford's going to have the chance to take multiple uh, long shots down the field and probably connect on a couple of them. Uh, Kyler has struggled against the Rams in his career, throwing five touchdowns and four picks and also losing all four of the matchups. And I think it's going to be five after this week. I'm rolling with the Rams here as well. Um, they're, they're my Super Bowl pick at the beginning of the year, and the, that's looking like a good pick so far as they've been the best team, I think, so far this year in the NFL. Um, impressed with the Cardinals, though, as well, and their 3-0 start. Curious to see how Kyler Murray is going to match up against the best defense that he's seen yet, though, this season. Um, that DeAndre Hopkins, Jalen Ramsey matchup should be fun. Expect Ramsey to shadow DeAndre throughout the ball game there. Um, as good as the Cardinals have looked at some times, though, they've also had some inconsistent moments, like the first half last week against the Jags. Um, they didn't play that well against the Vikings. Probably should have lost that game. Um, but they're still 3-0. They found ways to win ball games. But the Rams are clicking on all cylinders. Uh, and I think they continue their start here, getting a 35-28 W. Third game of the week we go out west to Denver, where the 2-1 and one Ravens coming off a pretty historic win with that Justin Tucker field goal. Uh, we'll play at the Broncos, who are 3-0, and a surprise team. They're kind of like, I think, the Panthers of the AFC right now. Um, 425 kickoff on CBS. Broncos are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going with the Ravens, 21 Broncos 17. You said they're kind of like the Panthers, and I agree with that 3-0, but I think they're even lower than the Panthers because their wins have come against the Giants, Jags, and Jets, who are a combined 0-9 right now. The Broncos do have a legit D and a competent offense with Teddy Bridgewater at the helm, and both teams are dealing with injuries, but Baltimore has Lamar Jackson playing QB, and they've also been battle-tested at playing multiple good teams to start the season, so I think they'll just be ready for the Broncos in this one. First game that, that we're flip-flopped on and this week, I'm going to go with the Broncos here at home, 24-23 over the Ravens. I agree with you that the Broncos have had an easy start, um, but I think Teddy Bridgewater is playing arguably the best football of his career, and this Broncos defense is elite. I think by the end of the year, it's going to be considered one of the top two or three units in the league. Uh, you just look across the board, they have playmakers at all positions. And Bradley Chubb's not even in the lineup now. If he's able to get back towards the end of the season, this could be a team that we see make a deep playoff run if Teddy Bridgewater can continue this high-level play. Uh, Von Miller coming back from injury. He's playing at a high level, has a few sacks. Uh, and the secondary has given teams a lot of problems. So the Ravens have been playing in close games. Give them credit for being able to, to get the win. But they've been playing in close games a, a few, like especially last week against a bad Lions team. Um, and then they lost that Raiders game that they probably should have won. And then give them give them credit to beating the Chiefs, but the Chiefs are one and two as well, so they're not looking like themselves. Um, but if this game was in Baltimore, I would probably take them. But traveling out to Denver, playing in that altitude, it's always a, a hard place to play. I think the Broncos are able to play uh, their style of football in this one, take care of the football, rely on that defense, and get a close 24-23 win at home. Fourth game of the week. This could arguably be the most anticipated. NFL regular season matchup of all time. I think that that's a fair argument to, to put out there. That's the two and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers led by Tom Brady going to New England to play the one and two Patriots. Brady's first game at New England since joining the Buccaneers uh, after winning six Super Bowls there. This will be an 820 kickoff on NBC. Bucks are a six and a half point favorite. 
I got the Bucks winning pretty handedly, 27, Pats 14. Uh, it's the return of the GOAT to the place he helped create a dynasty. The Bucks are by far the more talented talented team on paper, and I think it's going to show. The Bucks defense has not lived up to the expectations this season after their Super Bowl performance last year, but they're still a very talented group, and I expect them to play well against a rookie QB who has struggled against good defenses like the Saints last week. And the Pats offensive line has struggled at points this year, so I think the rush will get to a Mac Jones. Tom Brady will pass Drew Brees for the all-time pass and yards leader at Gillette, and we'll have a solid day against the team he practiced against for the past 20 years. Yeah, that's pretty cool, I think, how the uh, NFL projected that out, that he would be breaking the record in this game. That's a, that's a cool place to break it for him. The only team that he's never beaten in the NFL is the New England Patriots, so let's see if Brady can go for that here. Um, I feel like every week in the NFL, we see a team win a game that w- we weren't expecting. So um, I'm going to go with a, a, gut, a gut feeling here, and I'm going to give that to the Pats. I give them a 28-27 win over the Buccaneers. Listen, I think the, the Buccaneers are clearly the better team, but I just feel like this is bound to happen. It's just too good of a story not to. Everyone's expecting Tom Brady to go in there and dismantle this undermanned Patriots team after him leaving there. They're kind of uh, fall out at the end. But we've learned to expect the unexpected in the NFL. Got no real rhyme or reason to point to in this game, looking at rosters and stats. But I know Belichick's going to have his guys ready to go. He really wants to win this game. If Mac Jones is able to take care of the ball, control the ball on offense, move the ball down the field in chunk plays, um, and I think that the Patriots have a, a legit chance to win this one at home. That You know that place is going to be rocking. But give me a Pats win on a last-second field goal. Bill Belichick gets the best of Tom Brady here. But also wouldn't be surprised to see the, the Buccaneers run them out of the building either. And our last game of the week, we have the 3-0 and Raiders. Another one of the surprise teams in the NFL. This is a team I, I had in my playoff projections at the beginning of the year. Uh, and they're, they're kind of making me look smart here so far. Let's see if they can keep it up. But they travel to the 2-1 and one Chargers for an 8-15 kickoff. This will be our Monday Night Football game on ESPN. Uh, Chargers are a 3.5 point favorite here. I got the Chargers winning and covering 31, Raiders 24. I'm still not sold on the 3-0 Raiders. The Raiders usually start the season under John Gruden pretty well, and then the wheels kind of fall off towards the end. I'm not saying that this is going to be the wheels falling off, but I just don't see them being able to compete with Justin Herbert and the Chargers. I think the better quarterback wins the game here, which is Herbert. The game is in L.A., and the Chargers have shown that they can go to toe, toe-to-toe with anyone in the league, and this is by far the best pass and offense that Raven Raiders have seen all season. I think it's going to be a fun matchup to watch uh, Derwin James versus Darren Waller all game. I'm rolling with the Chargers at home as well, 33-30. I said the MVP is going to continue on his tear here, and not the MVP that you're probably thinking of with Derek Carr, but Justin Herbert, who outdueled Patty Mahomes last week. A lot of the guys around the NFL are starting to say, that he might be the, the top quarterback in the league. I, I think that's pushing it right now, at least. But just watching the guy play, just the, all the throws he makes, all the things he can do. If he cleans up some of his turnover issues, I think he, he does have a chance to be the best quarterback in the NFL. Um, but I've been impressed with this Raiders bunch, especially on defense, where their group coming into the year, when I was looking at them, their defense, and, and a lot of people were looking at that side of the ball as, as their major weakness, a lower-level unit. But they've played solid football so far. Um, kind of been like a bend don't break unit they haven't been lighting the world on fire but keeping their offense in the game uh, and their offense been been putting up good points throughout the start of the season so far so um, intrigued to see if if Darren Waller can have similar success that Travis Kelsey did last week who had seven catches for 104 yards uh, you mentioned Derwin James I expect those two to be matched up 
James missed some time last week, so that could have been where Kelsey uh, did most of his damage. But we'll see. that That's a big matchup in this one. Uh, for the Chargers, I saw that held Patrick Mahomes only six six yards in attempt last week, which was the lowest in his career. So Derek Carr has been throwing the ball deep a lot this year. Expect a lot of checkdowns from him with this Chargers defense, um, trying to keep that similar game plan in, limit that deep ball that Mahomes had last week, and, and carry that over to Derek Carr. So not many explosive plays, which has really been opening up their offense this year. Uh, with that being said, though, I, I like Justin Herbert at the end of the day over Derek Carr. Uh, makes a few extra plays to get the Chargers the win. Uh, go to 3-1 and one and give the Raiders their first loss of the year. Now we go to Herb's locks of the week. We have um, his first pick of the week. He says, we're heading back to Chicago, but I finally bet against the Bears. The Lions enter this week against their rival as three-point underdogs, and we take the points. Expect an upset here. Even while starting at 0-3, the Lions have showed a lot of heart while climbing back against San Francisco, starting strong against the Packers, and only losing last week against Baltimore because Justin Herb Justin Tucker is an actual myth. On the other side, I couldn't have been more wrong last week as the Bears yet again could not cover the spread, and the offense looked hard while failing to do so. I think this is the week the Lions get rewarded for their heart, and Chicago will continue to struggle even at home. Lions plus three and the money line. The next pick is obvious. He says we're taking the Bucks on Tom Brady's return to New England. The line started at five and a half, quickly rose to six and a half. Some might think this game will be closer considering the GOAT is heading back home and the Bucks struggled last week, but I disagree. The Patriots' new QB faced his first real hardship last week against the Saints' D, throwing three picks, while the Bucks' D is structured quite similarly and could give him similar issues. Now, obviously, Bill Belichick knows Tom and exactly what their plan should be to win, but I truly don't think it matters too much as the Pats are no longer what they used to be. I will gladly sit back and watch as Tom Brady wins yet again in New England while breaking the all-time passing record. Bucks minus six and a half. And his last pick, he goes, lastly, with great pain in my heart, we will make up for recent debt by betting on the Chiefs minus seven in Philly. I don't really have much to say, and I don't really think I have to convince you real hard on this one. So what are your thoughts on these picks, Kev? He does not need to convince me very hard at all. Chiefs <laughs> minus seven. They've, they've lost their past two, but they were against really good teams, really close games, and they're just better than the Eagles, and they're going to show it. Um, I like the Bucks minus seven because, like I said, I think they're going to win by two touchdowns. I could see that game being a little bit closer. And the Lions plus three against the Bears. I know the game is in Chicago, but I honestly think the Lions should be favored in this. So I'm thinking maybe Vegas knows something we don't, and I would maybe stay away from it because that line seems a little bit crazy to me. Yeah, that's a good point, especially with we don't know who's playing quarterback for them. I like the Lions to win as well, but I agree. That's kind of something I would probably stay away from. Um, it was kind of like that Raiders-Miami last week. You, you thought the Raiders were going to blow them out, and the Raiders only won by three, so the Dolphins actually still covered there. Um, I like the Pats to win, as we were talking about earlier, but still wouldn't be surprised to see the Bucks win by a touchdown in this one. Uh, and that last one, I definitely like the Chiefs, minus seven in Philly. I think, I think the Eagles come out, put up a, a nice fight, at least for the first half in this one. But I think Chiefs are going to be out on a mission. They're they're one and two, and they're trying to get that number one seed in the AFC. So uh, I like that pick as well. But that'll do it for NFL Big Five games of the week and Herb's locks of the week for week four edition already. Can't believe it. Uh, we'll be back week five. But enjoy this weekend. Enjoy Sunday Night Football, and we will talk soon.